You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and this week we're hearing from some people in Ireland who are in the gig economy and who have been dealing and coping with COVID-19 and the impact that it has had on their livelihood, their mental health, uh, family, everything, because it has turned everybody's life upside down. And we heard from Brian Kennedy, and we're going to hear from Sean Kane. And I have Mary Coughlin here in studio with me. Mary, great to have you here with me. Nice to be here at last. Good on you. So um, we heard from Brian, and I know you've done some work with Brian uh, recently on his first Facebook. Uh, and his Facebook with guest appearance, yes. Yes, so. yeah. And then I've watched some of your own performances from your back garden, and that being highly envious as, as I was looking up at the sugar loaf and thinking, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there you go. That's a, it's a small, it's, it's brilliant that we've been able to have that. And the first two months of the, the COVID um, pandemic here, we had the most beautiful weather, which was really unusual. Um, April and May were incredible. So we took the opportunity when we were allowed to meet in groups of five or more to meet up in the garden. And I put in a full sound system and lights and the guys came and put all the gear. And um, we had a lovely picnic. My son made food for us. And uh, then we did the gig and we had the clue if anybody would look. I mean, you don't know until you do it, the support that's out there. And it's been unbelievable. We've had, um, I think we have over 200,000 views now on the six nights we put out. I know. And people are really generous. And we raised a lot of money for local services for for the first three weeks. And then we decided, you know, um, because we always thought, we just thought it would be gone. You know, we just thought that, well, we'll be all right in the summer. We'll be able to go back to work, you know. It's just cancelled for April and May. Yeah. But we yeah. had no idea what was coming down the line. And what's coming down the line has been, I mean, un- absolutely unbelievable, you know. But it's not, I mean, as my circumstances might be as bad as the next person's or maybe worse than somebody else's, but we're all in the same boat, you know. Indeed. We're not all physically. I know, and <laughs> it's particularly difficult for anybody who is starting out. And in Ireland, there's an awful lot of emerging talent, and they would have been very dependent upon being able to get in front of an audience at this time. So it's, it is difficult for them. And as you know, starting out in the industry is not easy for anybody. No, starting out is horrible. And, and I... I have always taken somebody that I admire along with me in so far as I could, like uh, Olsen Conlon, whom I, I, I admire greatly, and, and Neve Regan from Galway. Um, there's a woman called, uh, um, God, the names are all leaving, Eamor Cretton. There's a few people that I, I would know and admire their work, and I know that they have no platform. So I take them on the road with me when I go. Olsen even came to England. We did about 15 gigs. Uh, two years ago, and he was able to do his set. I would join him for a duet, and then we did um, we'd sign CDs afterwards. And he was delighted, like you know, to be you know, to be working. And I had a plan um, like that, uh, which is probably going to go, probably will happen with the support of one of the newspapers in Ireland. Um, they're going to they're going to launch um, ten gigs on their to have an online um, an online gig thing. Mm-hmm. And I would introduce 10 new acts, you know, 10 old acts and 10 new acts, and they'd all be supported by one of the newer the newer um, groups, you know. Right, right. It's really difficult. It's very difficult for everyone at this stage now, and it's getting really... It's not getting any easier, and I personally don't do any work 
until um, April 2021, if it goes ahead at all, and nobody knows. It's the uncertainty of everything that is really um, freaking people out. And it is affecting emotional well-being. I'm just... God, it, last night I was just so fed up with it all, you know. And the government announced that we've given themselves a £27,000 rise each, and they're going on holidays on Thursday for six weeks. And I think there was an awful kick in the teeth for people right. who were put off the COVID payments because they introduced it, and we all got 350 quid for about five weeks. And then they decided that musicians and workers in the arts would be reduced to 203. Right. And they, it was just some civil servant someplace who just decided, oh, well, that person didn't earn enough money in that year. And that is after the way, you know, mm-hmm. um, the particular year that they chose for me, I didn't have an income right. um, of more than 200 quid a week. And an awful lot of people found that very hard to say, said that I would actually admit on, in publicly that I didn't earn 200 quid a week every week that year. So therefore, I'm gone mm-hmm. from that scheme. But, like, I've never been able to make, an, and I've been lucky enough to be able to travel to make my living. Uh-huh. Um, in the 90s, m- most of my um, gigging was done in Germany and Scandinavia. And um, in, in all of the, the late 90s and the 20s, um, I've worked in Australia and New Zealand. And, um, so the gi- and England in the United Kingdom, and a couple of gigs in Holland here and there, but um, certainly, um, Ireland wouldn't be where I make a living. Uh-huh. But everywhere I do go, I do pay tax. That's, you can't get into Australia and New Zealand these days without having a tax number and a tax certificate. Right. You know. So I do all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they don't take that into consideration. You know. But um, so while that was one aspect of it, I know you have you you have family living around about you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's times I'm sure over the last three to four months where you or some of them would have been pulling each other, your own or each other's hair out. Yeah, it's been it's in, it's been wonderful to have the kids. Um, here my daughter lives, and her husband and the two children they live in in, um, in here beside us in in uh, Kilkenny on the Little Sugarloaf, and but Kieran was still working for the first couple of weeks. He wasn't yet. But, uh, you know, laid off, you know, so they wouldn't come near us. They live in on a property on, on, the, on the, I have a couple of acres up here, so they couldn't come into the house or anything. Um, and he was afraid, and we were all afraid. Because uh-huh. we, I mean, the, the, the news that we were hearing on the radio and television, terrifying, uh-huh. and still is. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's, it's, I mean, we are very much isolated up here. And I think I've been to a supermarket about four times since, <laughs> since, since, uh, since April, really. I go to the look. We have a farmer's market now here um, down the road. We have our own eggs. And my grandson delivers eggs to all the neighbors that live up around here on his bicycle. And um, it's just a couple of years for life. And really nice stuff has come from it. But really, you know, uncertainty about the future has, has kind of... It's just there all the time, you know, which is, at the age of 64, you're beginning to feel uncertain about many things anyway, uh, you know, and, and getting a bit, you know, getting up there. And it's just, 
you know, it's just very strange. I'm feeling very strange today. Not a great day to catch me up. <laughs> I'm also very happy that my new single, which is the iTunes chart, born at number 25. But Taylor Swift is at number 8, so I'm a bit of catching up today. Good. Well, we're going to, we'll talk about that in a minute. But <coughs> in these times as well, one of the things I have found, <coughs> and um, I'm sure you have as well to some degree, is it's very important to have a routine to start the yeah. day and it's very important to put structure because as you say you, ha you don't even know what day of the week it is no so I've, I've let that slip and I'm, I'm not perfect so I um, at the first two weeks it was panic 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 um, dealing with cancelled gigs dealing with cancelled flights dealing with all of that stuff I was busy for three weeks and then I got a phone call from an old yoga teacher Teresa I'm not an old yoga teacher, a teacher is from the University of Dixie Yoga An experienced yoga teacher. An experienced yoga teacher that I used to do classes with whenever right. I'd have time. And she said, I'm going to set this thing up online, right. on Facebook Live. And so I did 100, and I think I did 120 yoga uh, classes online every day at 10 o'clock. Right. So I go to the bed, do the yoga, have the coffee, do the yoga do the meditation afterwards, which was about 20 minutes. That took you up to half 11. Then hop in the shower and get yourself together and then have something to eat. And then two weeks ago, I fell flat on my face. I was doing one of the, the, the very simple, and I just my back went on me. And I have four um, herniated discs in my lower spine. And the whole thing went out the window. The whole, the whole routine went out the window. And... Um, I wasn't even able to walk for a few days. And I started feeling sorry for myself. So then I started just concentrating on, on getting the album out and getting single working and to try and to try and do something to help get myself out of this situation, you know. Right. I did have the album recorded and because all the gigs were cancelled I was going to not release the album, but then I decided, No, let's do it, you know. Right, um, and when you say that, that um, you know you had a structure there and you were doing the yoga, um, has this period of time encouraged you to put pen to paper in any way? Um, this period of time has absolutely paralysed any anything in me. I have no idea. I have I have written. In times, you know, before when, when I needed to say stuff, I, I took a year out to write and play. Um, I wrote the book. Um, nothing, nothing is coming right. out, which right. is which is one of the reasons why the gigs are so important on Wednesday or Thursday night. Right. Because it's the only way we have a tapping into music as a group, you know. And we love the time that we spend together, and I'm very fond of the lads in the band, and... So that's our only outlet at the moment. No, I haven't been able to. And I know, and I was talking to a woman the other day, she said she's written a song every day. Right. <laughs> Since she went into lockdown. And um, other people are writing books. I met a guy who wrote two books. He's going to self-publish them. And um, no, I have been unable to, uh, unable to do anything. I don't know what it is. But I did work very hard. Over the past four years, I wrote the play. that took a year and a half. And then we... we um, we worked on it, you know, in the theatre, and we yeah. toured it. And then I did the album, and that took a year uh, to write and to get produced and everything. So I'm kind of, kind of liking not doing anything, you know what I mean? 
But I also like having the structure of the yoga as well. So I'll get back to that next week. Right. And um, we've slowed down a lot, which is really good. And the upside of stuff on, um, on in life is that a lot of people um, on Twitter, we've, we've got these little um, um, groups. You know, there's Dark Skies Mayo, and they put up postings about when comets are coming or when you can see Venus and where. And I had bought a telescope years ago, and myself and my grandson sit out and look up at the sky of a clear night, you know. Right. And we tracked the ISS, you know, when it was going over. And so we kind of little groups within groups. Um, and there's a, uh, people up in Donegal that I've reconnected with. And But it's all on this virtual kind of stuff. But it's amazing what you have time to do. I have never been in Ireland for this amount of time in the past 34 years. At right. one stretch. Right. And the first couple of weeks of lockdown, I started walking around the hills and singing. Yeah. I was singing, <laughs> if the hills are alive, it's not in music. I was doing little bits of stuff like that and exploring the area that I, I chose to live in and, and built my little house in. And, um, you know, and, and it was and wonderful, you know. But um, I have to remember to be grateful for it every day. And be grateful for what I have, you know. That's kind of another thing, you know. Um, let's talk about the album. <coughs> and um, it's being released. And where can anybody get it? And all the details thereof. <coughs> um, well, the the, um, the album is called Life Stories. And you can pre-order it now from MaryCoshaMusic.com. And in September, it will be going up. On sept- first of September, it will be going up on... Not... I hate Spotify. I'm not the only one who is um, who doesn't like Spotify. I get zero point zero one cent for every uh, track I sell. I download people download on Spotify. Um, I guess iTunes or um, Amazon, unfortunately, are the places that most people will buy it from. Right. But you can buy it from me directly, and I sign CDs. I have. Boxes of them where? Can you see that? I can indeed, yeah. yeah. Boxes of them there, and I can't. Look at another one over there. Right. I can't send them out until uh, the end of August. If they're going far and wide to Germany and Luxembourg and Australia, America, Canada, I have about, um, I'll be I'll be very, I think I have about 120 pre-archers. Good for you. <laughs> so I have a few, I have a few, a few thousand to go before I um I, um, I I start, you know, patting myself on the back. But I'm sure they'll come. Well, we'll be talking with Luca Bloom next week because Luca is just like... Yeah, uh, Luca is just... Yeah, yeah. He, and, and he's not putting it on stream as no. well for the same reason. And, and that's one of the things I'm going to talk to Luca about is that, you know, you guys are so dependent upon at this point in time, particularly that people would go to your own website and would order the disc from you and yeah. that at least that way the money is going into the artist's pocket. It's going into the, the one who has created the music, who has performed the music, yeah. and who has produced and the music. For creating it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to the source rather than you guys, as you say, getting a trickle. A trickle. It's, it's so humiliating. I got 99 pages of um, a Spotify, um, what do you call those things, a royalty statement, from Azerbaijan to Zambia and everywhere in between. Um, and you'd get from anything from 0.1 to 0.7 of a cent, and every single country, every single country in the world takes tax from that. Right. 
Right. If you can imagine what that, what I, I can just, I, and hundreds of millions of albums or downloads, yeah. it's, you know, worth your while. But when you be, no, it's it's hor- it's horrible what's happened to the music business. You know, it's really horrible. And you know, the big record companies are just behind Spotify. Yeah. You know, and they, they don't have to pay royalties anymore, and they just. It's, it's very horrible. So, yeah, to buy it from the artist director, and we sign it, and we send it from the kitchen table, and um, I'm happy to have it go out on, on, you know, like you pay for 99 cents for your iTunes track. Yeah. And, um, and that's great. We get a, a huge percentage of that. Um, and I have a company who collects for me from iTunes and Apple Music and... Um, I suppose Deezer and those ones and um, and Amazon Music and they also sell it to shops on my behalf um, any shops that are left in Europe record shops and but mo- mostly I'll just sell it here from the kitchen you know right right and at gigs I would have been selling it at gigs you know and I, know. I would have sold a lot at gigs in this coming year but now unfortunately I won't so and I'll have to wait for next year and then the weekly session on Facebook if anyone wants to find that that's going to be a bi-weekly at this stage because I think as, as Ireland opens up and more places open up, people are going out. Um, and um, we decided to do it. Well, you know, but you see, I only get the notion the night before to do the gig, you know. So, like, <laughs> one week is on Tuesday and, and then I'll ring the lads and we'll just come out tomorrow for a gig and I'll put it up on Facebook, you know. Right. And it's a bit like that. And then everyone was coming out last week and then my guitar player, James Nash, um, who wanted to go to Australia to see a very sick relative um, had his name on a, an urgent flight uh, request thing and it was cancelled three times so he said sorry Mary I'm on the way to the airport see you later uh, see you in September so James is out of the picture for a while but we continue to do gigs probably once a fortnight and I was doing Thursday night and then little Johnny was broadcasting every Thursday night and Leo Kelly and Brian Kelly and people started and you don't want to be competing yeah. with people. So I try and see, and Brian's going fortnightly as well now. So I try and, you know, you don't want to be taking away each other's fans as well. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. try, and, try and make it, um, you know. So, But people have been very kind and very generous. I wrote to four people this morning. Um, some Lots of Irish societies living in um, London and one in Luxembourg. Um just got they get together and watch it. Yes. Yeah. And they sent a donation last week, which was very generous. And I divided it equally between the band and the sound and everything, you know. So that's re- it's really nice that people are, you know, kind of coming together in the cyber cyber world that yeah. we live in. Because it might be like this for a while. I think it will. I think it will. Yeah. Mary, I'm going to wrap up here. I have to keep an eye on time. And Do yeah, uh, good, good man. Wonderful to talk to you at last. Yeah. It's great to have a chat again. And uh, coming up after, we're going to be listening to Sean Keane. And Sean is again, uh, but it's been great chat. And uh, we'll touch base Will again. Say hello to him for me. Well, indeed. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. God bless.